We are Spry, a group of remote digital marketers who want you to succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Our curiosity drives us to constant learning, and that learning leads to constant teaching. So come along with us on the Spry Space podcast, where we share what we know, learn what we don't, and do it all wherever we want. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spry Space podcast. I'm Lacey, and I have the wonderful Miss Jessica here with me today. Hey, everyone. Okay, so today we are continuing our series on building online communities, and this is the fourth out of four of our series on online community building. So today we're focusing on strategies for growing your online communities. How has this been for you, Jessica? Yeah, this has been great for me. I put together some strategies that I'd love to talk to you about today on growing your online community. And I've pulled this kind of chatting with the Spry team and then also just from my past experience. And yeah, these are kind of my go-to strategies for building and growing an online community. Okay. And we have two main ones that we're going to focus on today, right? Yes. Okay. So intro to me what the two are, and then I want to talk about what some prereqs might be for these two. Yeah. So it was really important to me. So I am all about strategy, you know, give me the nitty gritty details and the strategy to actually implement. So yeah, we just took, a, to f- we just took um, personality tests and Jessica is the logistician. So that fits perfectly in line with this. I know. I remember one of the questions on the test was like, do you get bored easily when people are talking about big lofty concepts? And I was just like 10 out of 10. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the details. Give me the strategy. Good. Um, So this is good for you. Yeah, this is perfect. So it was important to me to find strategies because, you know, obviously there's so many nuances with each platform across, you know, all the social media platforms. So I wanted to find some strategies that were applicable across all the platforms. So it really came down to presence management or community management and then advertising. Okay, great. So those are the two that we're going to focus on throughout the podcast and that is focused on in the blog content, et cetera. But before you can do presence management, before you can do advertising, what are some of the prereqs that people need to be thinking about to make these successful? So one of the prereqs is posting really valuable content for your audience. Now, I know that sounds pretty vague. You know, what does that even mean? Which you hate. Yes, exactly. Vague, like, big ideas. Explain it to me. So to me, it means creating content that's very intentional, that really just provides value to your followers, to your audience. So it's taking the time to make sure your content benefits your audience in some way, shape, or form. So maybe you can post an aesthetically pleasing photo that brings joy or sparks creativity for your audience. That's one of my favorite buckets. Yes. That's why I like bringing humor. Whenever I get a client who one of their main values includes something to do with, you know, humor or candidness, it makes that content having a job that it's doing even easier because you can have that entertainment and that joy factor. Oh, absolutely. The next one is 
you know, posting content that provides resources or tips or insights for your followers, and then, you know, posting something that's aesthetically pleasing. So just posting something with in mind that your followers and your audience will walk away from your platform or your post with some sort of nugget of value. Yeah, I watched a TED Talk a while back that talks about the different purposes that can be served by content, you know, helping you feel a sense of belonging, helping you be inspired, helping you learn, you know, feel seen. These are all things that your content can do. And so when I'm writing content, I like to ask myself exactly that question. Like, what purpose is this content serving when it's coming into somebody's feed? Yes, I love that question. You're not just checking a box to get, you know, a Facebook post up or an Instagram post up. You're, you're really spending time to think, how can your followers benefit from this content? Because what's the point? In other words, like there's so much noise. We end up with clients who when they start out with us, they're like, okay, we want to post twice a day and we want to, and I'm like, why? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Having that much consistency of content can be just too much because then you are just checking the box of, okay, I posted at noon and at 5 p.m. today, instead of saying, okay, how could we actually serve our audience and our community with this content? And how often would they actually want to be seeing content from us? Exactly, because you don't want to overwhelm your followers. I mean, that's a great way to lose followers and to like decrease your community is kind of bombarding them with too much content. I have an example. I am subscribed to a YouTube channel, and I know that this person who she talks about social media management, I know every single video that she puts out provides so much value. The second she posts something, I'm coming back. So I'm becoming a very loyal follower. So that's another thing too, with creating really valuable content, your followers and your audience will recognize that and they will come back. And you know, they may even possibly share your content to reach new people. Exactly, which is kind of that epitome when we talked about the hierarchy of yes. social media engagements yes. in a podcast a while back, when you can get someone to share your content because it resonated with them or they learned so much from it it increases your organic reach it it gives me goosebumps talking about it that's so embarrassing when you get goosebumps thinking about yes. getting shares <laughs> a true social, social media, media manager <laughs> <laughs> one other thing that i really liked that you put on here is that sometimes like you might feel stuck about knowing what is or isn't valuable and you can actually just go to your community the people who are following you and ask them. Yes, totally. I know it's it doesn't have to be this guessing game. Like obviously you can look at engagement and look at which posts are performing the best, which topics really resonate with your audience, but you can also just ask too. I follow this natural skincare influencer on social media and I've also seen a lot of other brands do this as well. You just post on Instagram stories and you just ask. You ask your followers like what do you want to see? You can give them some options too. Would you rather see this content or this content? But it doesn't have to be super complicated. You can just straight up ask what they want to see. Yeah, it's fun, especially if you're in you know, some of the more intimate, like private groups and that kind of thing, you can start doing polls and, you know, people who are really invested, who come back to your content again and again, when they feel like they have some ownership over the type of content you're putting out, they're more likely to have it resonate with them, share it out when you post it, etc. 100%. Yeah, they feel like they're really involved and invested in your content. Okay, so now that we've got the idea that our content needs to consistently serve a purpose, it needs to be valuable to our community. What are the strategies that we can use to help continue to grow that community? 
So the first one is presence management, or it can also be referred to as community management. So this is really interacting with your audience. You're commenting on posts, you're liking other people's content, you're sharing other people's content. You're just being very, very involved in conversations that you want to be a part of and just taking a very active role in your followers and just the content that's being shared. Now, people don't do this a lot of the time. Have you noticed this? I mean, when we bring in somebody new, even as like a consulting client who we're educating, you know, they want to know about, okay, what should I post? What should I post? What should I post? But that's a fraction of what you're actually doing. You know, yes, it's important that you're posting consistently and intentionally, but this presence management or community management aspect, would you say it takes up about half of the actual work that we do for clients and for our own brand too? Oh, for sure. 100%. And I'm currently working on building Spry's Instagram strategy, and I'm currently using this presence management, but it's such a useful tool and it's free and it's easy and it's effective. And I recommend, you know, for someone who's just starting maybe 30 minutes a week, you know, 15 minutes a day, whatever you have available, but just get that on your calendars and just whatever conversation you want to be a part of, maybe it's in a specific industry or a specific niche, like just comment on people's stuff, take the time, respond to stories, comment other people's posts, like other people's posts, and just build up some of that presence management. Do you think that a lot of people don't do it just because they don't know that it's something that they should do to go out on this digital platform and actually comment on other people's content? You know, there's a lot of information about like posting really valuable content. I feel like presence management isn't as widely known. Maybe it's more obvious to some people, but it's so valuable. And I feel like it definitely needs to be emphasized because it's a really effective strategy. So the couple of facets that go into presence management, in my opinion and experience is, you know, yes, when people comment on your content, you're responding to them. You're responding to them promptly. You're responding to them substantively. Yes. I like to give everything a name, you know, right? So I call that like the yes. acknowledgement plus response, right? So yes. somebody says, this is really cool. So you respond back, thank you. We're so glad you think it's cool. And I hope you have a great weekend. Or do you have any weekend plans? Or did you get to enjoy the sunshine today? You know, just something that is human, if you were in front of a person and someone was like, hey, this is really mm. great. Would you just go, thank you, and walk away? No. Like, that would be awkward. <laughs> yeah. I've noticed that you do a really good job of going above and beyond. So, you know, I see a lot of people, they get a comment. They're like, thank you so much, smiley face, and that's it. And that just kills the conversation. But I like what you do. You'll say thank you so much, and then you'll add a question to continue yes. the conversation, to continue the relationship, and just, you know, leave it open. Yeah, sometimes you can convert someone who is a almost troll with that, you know, like somebody who's got kind of a negative question yes. and you go, oh, interesting that you put that forth. I totally see where you're coming from. You know, how's your weekend going? <laughs> you know, and then by the end of that thread, I've got pictures of where the beach that they went to, you know, that they post in the comment thread. Yeah, it's such a great way to build a relationship and just to show that you care and you're engaged and you're responsive. And it's just, I, I really, really like the strategy. 
So that's one facet, right, is just responding to people's comments. And then the other main facet of it is seeking out new conversations. That's easier on Instagram, right, where on Instagram we can see all of these people who are suggested for us to follow that have mutual connections, where we can search by region, where we can search by hashtag, and find people who are already in these conversations and then join them in a human way by commenting on their content and that kind of thing. Absolutely. And, you know, I just thought of something. I think presence management is obviously really important. Negative comments and positive comments, you know, obviously with a negative comment, you want to respond right away and you know figure out the best response for that. But it's really important just to do both positive and negative comments because both of those are opportunities to really build and engage with your audience. And always remembering that however you are doing your presence management, that it falls in line with whatever your brand tone is. Absolutely. You have to know what your brand values are, you know, if they're informative and humorous, then you're making sure that the kind of questions you're asking, you know, are providing more resources and making a joke, you know. So that's an important part of presence management too. Absolutely. And I was going to ask with your presence management, with your experience with presence management, have you had any situations where someone was negative and you were able to turn it positive? I had an insurance agent who that's always a tough one to do ads for, right? Because people see content from insurance people all the time and it feels spammy, right? Yeah. So we put out, there was like a new motorcycle law that was put into place. And so it changed a little bit of the way that people should be insured. And so we posted about this new law and had people going, are you serious? You know, this is just another way for the establishment to take more money. Da, da, da. And so I can just come alongside and say, Oh, yeah, I know it could be really tough. We just have to hope they're doing it for the right reasons. How long have you had a motorcycle for? You know, three comments later, we see this 60-year-old guy and he's posting his very first motorcycle picture from 30 years ago. And now we've got a relationship built, you know? Oh, I love that. That's such a great example. I just get really good at telling people, oh, that is a really good point. I see where you're coming from. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, so let's move on to number two then. So if that's presence management, the second thing that we were going to talk about for a strategy to build your online community is advertising. Yes. So advertising is a go-to strategy just to get in front of new people and the right people. With advertising, you can specifically target the demographic that you want to, which is really nice. You have that ability. And no matter if you're a brand or you're a business, you can just really hone in on the specific demographic and be able to reach them. And depending on the platform, you can start out with a pretty low budget and still get pretty effective results. And you know, with advertising, it's all about testing and seeing what works, what doesn't work. And you can obviously increase the budget over time, but I think it's a pretty low low barrier to entry with a low budget for advertising. I agree. What I love about social media advertising is the low risk factor. Yes. You know, the easy ability to experiment because it's such low risk. I mean, if you're buying a billboard, you know, you're spending many thousands of dollars to have one chance to put a message up there and see how it goes, right? But with social media, you can put $10 behind one post and go from getting 
45 views of your post and two likes and it's the same two likes that you always get on every post it's your mom and your cousin you know what i mean (laughs) you boost it for ten dollars and now you've gone from 45 people seeing your content to 800 people seeing your content and from your mom and your cousin liking it to you know maybe 30 people liking the content So significant increase with just a little bit of budget. And then if you're a larger organization and you have a larger budget, then that, you know, increases as well at the same rate. Primarily, we've found good success with Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn advertising because they do have the really good ability to target your content based on people's job, their interests, their purchasing behavior, their search behavior. Mm, Yep. It's amazing. Adrienne was saying, I don't know if you watched this in her stories the other day, but she was saying that she's been sneezing lately and she thinks that Google must be hearing her sneezes because now she's getting ads for cold medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's a whole new level. I know. I'm kind of excited about it though. (laughs) Because we could use it to our advantage. That is funny. I feel like the same thing actually happened to my boyfriend. He was talking about flossing or something. Like he needed floss or something like that. And then he got obviously an ad on Instagram like two minutes later. Just so eerie. You can imagine most of my ads come from like Chipotle. <laughs> it's like, oh, Lacey <laughs> yes. needs a burrito. She's talking about it, snacks again. <laughs> it's like if you look on someone else's Instagram feed and see the ads, you can like put together the person. Yeah. Like, like just based on the ads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mine's like crystals, candles, and snacks. <laughs> Mine's like skincare and like yoga and all that stuff. Okay. Do you think we covered that pretty well? Is there any other points that you want to make sure we hit? So for advertising, I was going to mention that if anyone is interested, we did a specific Facebook ads webinar, which you can access on our website. And it's a replay, which in that webinar, we go into very specifics on just how to really do well on Facebook ads. And the other thing I want to mention, a quick little strategy is it's really nice. I love using this when you are doing Facebook ads specifically, you can see all the people who interacted and liked your ad, and then you can invite them to your specific page. So that's a really easy way to just get more likes and followers on your Facebook page. Yeah, that's brilliant, especially brands that maybe are a little bit less charismatic, if that makes sense. Like it's easy to brand and do social posts for a restaurant because everybody loves to look at food. It's harder to do it for an accountant because, yes, I mean, it's an accountant, you know. And so if you can create one really good post that maybe has a shareable quote or something that that is a resource that falls in line with them and you get good reach on it from a boosted post, then maybe you've got for the first time 70 people liking your piece of content and then you're inviting 50 new people to like your page. Now, chances are maybe two of those will convert, Mm -hmm. but it costed you then $10 to boost that post, $15 to boost that post. You've got new people joining your community. You've got 70 people who had a micro interaction with your brand by liking that piece of content. Exactly. And the other thing I want to touch on for advertising is it's super important to create specific ads based on the platform. So if you're creating a Facebook ad, you don't necessarily want to push that out on Instagram. You want to make sure each ad is very targeted and very catered towards the platform. Yeah, very good point. Do you ever see like a really bad Instagram story ad where like you see it and you're like, oh my gosh, this was not meant for this platform. And you like click on it and that person didn't even have an Instagram profile. So it opens up and it says like, 
this brand is on Facebook at this page. Oh, and that's so it's, bad. It's like just such a waste of your little bit of ad dollars to move it and have it publish on multiple platforms when it wasn't made for that platform in the beginning. Totally. I actually just thought of this. So I know with Facebook, we touched on when someone likes your ad, you can invite them to like your Facebook page. But on Instagram, you could probably look at people who like and comment on your ads and then follow them and then like their posts. And so that's kind of a nice combined strategy of presence management within advertising. Yes, I like that a lot. Okay, good job. There's a lot of really good content here. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully this is really valuable to people. And, you know, I wanted this to have nice, digestible, easy strategies that you can implement today if you wanted to. Nothing too big or too overwhelming. But I feel like you can really use these strategies and just, you know, work to grow your community. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a hundred dollar ad budget for a month and 30 minutes a week. Easy. Presence management. Like, check, check, you know. Yeah, that's totally doable no matter how busy you are. Okay, so at the end of every Spryspace podcast episode, I like to ask about where you've been working. We are a totally remote team, and so we are used to never being in an office. Things have been a little bit different lately, but where have you been working lately that has been kind of interesting and cool? Yeah, so Portland here, the weather is getting so nice. And so we found a really nice park, really big park, Laurelhurst in Portland. And I found a nice bench and I just posted up and it was so nice to just be outside in the shade. But with lots of people around, it was so much fun. My next goal is to be on a beach. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll text you a picture of me on a beach with my laptop. But I love being outside and taking advantage of that. I know. This whole summer, I hope to be working outside as much as possible. Yes. Every day. Okay. If you like this content and you want to hear more from us, where can you find us, Jessica? You can find us at thinkspry.com. And we're also on all social media platforms at thinkspry. If you want some more personal connection with us, you can also join us in our Facebook group called Spry Space. Basically, it's a place where social media managers or people who manage social media accounts can brainstorm, troubleshoot, cheerlead each other, sob about things, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever you're feeling at the time. <laughs> okay. We're so grateful for your time today. Thank you, Jessica, for being with me. And thank you all of you for listening in. We hope you keep learning and we will talk to you soon. All right. Bye everyone. <laughs>